Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks, and welcome to Life Point. I'm your host, Tom Doherty, and I'm glad you are listening today. And this week was supposed to be all <laughs> every show on Proverbs, but uh, I messed up. I didn't get them a show yesterday, and so they had to go back to last week's psalm. And so I apologize for that, and it's my fault, but I can be a big boy and claim victory. You know, I like victory because... You know what? Anytime we hear God's word, it should inspire us. Our Heavenly Father, thanks for the day. Thanks for those who's listening and those that need a touch from you. God, I pray you would be with them and their lives. And Lord, certainly be with our nation and our world. Certainly, Lord, be with Ukraine. Lord, I pray you would touch them. Give them wisdom. Give them courage. And God, intervene in a powerful and mighty way. May the Spirit of God be felt, seen, and understood. I give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, so I'm going to finish this week out of Proverbs. So I'm only going to do three Proverbs instead of four since you had to hear a repeat yesterday. But uh, that's all right. You know, maybe that's what God wanted. Maybe you needed to hear the 141st uh, Psalm again. I don't know. Well, to a man belong the plans of the heart, but from the Lord comes reply of the tongue. All a man's ways seem innocent to him, but motives are weighed by the Lord. So what's this trying to tell us? The Lord knows what's behind your thoughts. The Lord knows what's behind your plans, the things that you're doing, the things you're talking about, what's going on in your life. He knows them. And your motives, it says, are weighed by the Lord. So, folks, more than anything else, we better have clear motives. What is your motive in life? Is your motive in life to serve the Lord Jesus Christ with all your heart, soul, and mind? Or does that even come to mind unless I say it or somebody else says it or or you read this passage in the Word of God? What is it? that makes you want to serve God every day and to get up saying, Lord, be with me this day, direct me this day, open up doors this day. You know, what is it? Or are you so consumed with everyday life that, oh, you get up, you have your cereal, your Cheerios, and and you go about your day, and as if nothing happens, you get to lunch, you think, oh, I better pray for lunch. Folks, our relationship with Jesus is real, and it's got to be real. And it's got to be alive. And if it's not alive today, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you come alive with him. Do not be like those churches in Revelation, that he tells them some good things they're doing and then scolds them for not being everything he's called them to be. Let's be everything we are called to be. Let's fill our churches with people who want to serve God, that you would come and be a part and not use excuses to stay away from the house of God. Let's invite our non-Christian friends. We need our non-Christian friends to be in the house of God. We have the harvest coming up in April at the at the Extra Mile Arena at Boise State Campus. Folks, that is one huge event for us to bring our non-Christian friends to. He, Greg Glory brings it. Uh, Greg Glory brings it in a way that is very easy to listen to, easy to understand, and many 
many people get saved at these crusades. We have two nights, a Saturday and a Sunday night, and this is an opportunity. We need to invite our friends, and we have they have tremendous uh, worship leaders, Jeremy Camp and others that are going to lead. It's going to be one great weekend. Uh, I believe it's the third weekend in uh, – in April, I don't have it in front of me, but it's somewhere like that. You'll know. Just keep looking at all there. It's out everywhere. But, but things like that, we've got to start touching lives. And so, I just hope and pray that uh, you will do your part in in bringing people that are maybe they just have a you know you think you're not sure they know God or not, but uh, but you want to you want to make sure they do know, but. Uh, I just hope and pray that you would respond to that, and you'll hear more about it as we get closer to it. Well, let's go to verse 3 of Proverbs. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. Commit to the Lord whatever you do. My dad preached that in our house growing up, and he was just always said, boys, commit your things to the Lord. Put God first in whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. And they'll certainly spiritually succeed because you're doing what God has asked you. You're being obedient to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And that's what he wants us to be, is obedient. So we need to commit ourselves to the Lord. How are you committing yourself to the Lord? Write it down today. How are you doing it? Well, uh, I am uh, praying often. I'm uh, uh, attending fellowship with believers. I'm uh, reading my Bible I am sharing the good news of Jesus. What are you doing that's committed yourself to the Lord? You're giving your tithes and offerings. You're helping out the world. You know, it's there's so many ways we commit ourselves to the Lord, but so many people commit themselves to the world and to life around them. They don't even think about it. Oh, they hear me talk about it today, and they think, oh, oh, that's pretty straightforward. And then it goes in one ear and out the other. I certainly can't control what you think and how you react. If I could, I would say, please, please be faithful to the things of God. Please allow God to use you. He will bless your life. My life has been blessed over and over again because of the power of God, because I've committed myself to him. Oh, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But I try to live the best way I can and be used the best way I can. See, the war, the Lord works out everything for his own ends. He knows what the future holds, even the wicked for a day of disaster. He knows all of that. The Lord detests all the proud of heart, those that think they have a monopoly. I've been around Christians who think they have a monopoly on Jesus and the power of God and on prophecy and calling all the shots, and it's according to them. They've told me things that I know are not true, but they just they, they believe it, and they try to say it straight from God. You know, it's always hard, hard to argue when, when somebody says, well, God told me. Um, we don't know if God told them or not. But when it goes against the Word of God, and they say, God told me this, and it's contrary to the Word of God, you know it's not true. You know it's not true. Don't try to come across as the super spiritual person. Don't come across better than somebody else. That you have all the answers. He said, be, a, be sure of this. He said, the Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this. They will not go unpunished. They will not go unpunished. People that are claiming that they know it all, they're not going to go unpunished. Through love and faithfulness, sin is atoned for. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord sin is atoned for. Through love and, listen to what second word? Faithfulness. 
sin is atoned for. Through the fear of the Lord, a man avoids evil because you understand God. You understand his heart. You know he wants you to sell out. It's not an all, it's an all or nothing thing. You know, um, when a man's ways are pleasing the Lord, he makes even the enemies live at peace with him. Better a little with righteousness than much gain with injustice. In the heart of man plans his course, but the Lord determines his steps. See, God's determining your steps. He has a plan for you. He wants to use you right where you're at. I don't know where you're listening to this show from today, but if it's from work or it's from your car, the Lord has a plan for you. Follow his steps. He wants to use you today. Maybe you're in the car going to the grocery store. When you get out, when you go through that grocery store, pray that God would open a door for you just to love or smile at someone and that you may be used. I feel I blew an opportunity this week and I it, it, it wore on me. It was heavy on me. I went into a restaurant and uh, to talk to a man and uh, I was asked to talk to a man and I talked to him and helped him out a little bit. But right as my wife and I were leaving the restaurant, I saw a man, there was a bar over there, not too far from where we were sitting, and I saw a man sitting there, and it looked like he was crying. And I maybe he wasn't, but it looked like he was. And in my heart, I thought, man, I need to stop and just say, are you all right? Are you all right? But I didn't. I got in my car. We left. You know, I can use all sorts of excuses, but I didn't. And I felt guilty about it. I felt guilty about it. I had an opportunity. Maybe I was supposed to say something. And maybe if I'd said something, he'd tell me, stay away from me or none of your business, but I just felt bad about it. I want to be used by God. I want to be able to know his will. I want to be able to share with people that need a touch from God because every one of us needs a touch from God. You know, it's uh, sometimes we we just call upon him when we're in need. I'm going to move down to the 21st verse. It says, the wise in heart are called discerning and pleasant words promote instruction. The wise in heart are called discerning. They can discern right and wrong. They can discern decisions. They can discern to do what's good and what will be helpful and pleasing. Understanding is a fountain of life to those who have it, but folly brings punishment to fools. Man, isn't that something? Folly brings punishment to fools when your heart is not in line with the things of God. A wise man's heart guides his mouth and his lips promote instruction. We need to be instructing people. You know, you don't have to be a pastor to instruct people. You live, I yeah, I think coaches have a greater forum than a lot of people. I used to coach for years and years, and God opened up many doors to share the Lord with people through my coaching because people weren't necessarily anticipating the pastor. Pastor, you know you're going to hear things from, but a coach and a, and a leader or a business person, you don't necessarily expect that. You know, there are ways that seem right to man, but in the end, it leads to death. It seems right. Oh, yeah, it looks good, looks pleasant, looks like everything's going to go wonderful, but it's not the right thing. And so there's a struggle. So there's an issue, and it leads to death because you're not honoring God. A scoundrel plots evil, and his speech is like a fire. A perverse man stirs up dissension, and gossip separates friends. He who winks with his eyes plotting perversity, but he who pursues his lips is bent on evil. Gray hair is a crown of splendor. It is attached 
by a righteous life. Man, I, I might be in trouble. My hair's not real gray yet. My wife says, but she's a lot wiser than I am, so maybe that's the case. Well, anyway, it's a good psalm. I mean, good proverb, excuse me. It's a good proverb, and I hope you read the proverbs. Like I told you before, my dad read one every single day, a proverb. He'd read the, through the proverbs every month. Well, I hope you have a great day and a great weekend. Lord bless you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.